Last week's episode was about the Monday blues, and I record the podcast, the solo podcast episodes where it's just me and no guest, every Monday live within Beyond Measure, the private community I run, and I'm starting to wonder if Mondays are not the greatest days because... (laughs) Well, that sounded like a very broad statement. Not the greatest days to record and especially to do an interactive element because it's just been an ongoing pattern and I'm, I'm in it again <laughs> and it sucks. It, it, it sucks to feel something that keeps happening. There's a pattern and yet even acknowledging the pattern, I haven't been able to shift it. And I talked about last week how trying all sorts of different things, even even anticipating this day and these feelings, I don't I don't think helped me that much this week. Maybe I'm in a bit of denial. Maybe I still feel like, Oh, I can change it. This isn't a pattern. This is just temporary. It's not going to happen every week. And it might not. It's it's really only been the last few weeks that I've been very aware of it. Maybe it's been there. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I think it feels so frustrating and it just feels to build and build and build. And I was saying to the Beyond Measure community before I started the podcast that it, it it sucks to to feel this way because it interferes with things and and I might actually have to block Monday entirely off my schedule in anticipation of this because I don't feel like I can show up for anyone barely even able to show up for myself because It's, it's a little bit hard to explain. I'm sure I explained it a bit last week and, and in a previous episode, I think it was a few months ago when I started talking about this. Um, it's just like a, a lack of, like, a, I don't even know if lack is the right term. First of all, I feel incredibly irritable. And <laughs> every little thing is driving me crazy. I hate that feeling. I think I hate that feeling, A, because I like to be really kind and gentle and sweet and soft. And it's especially hard to interact with anybody when I feel like this. But even the lack of interaction feels bad to me. You know, being short with people, setting boundaries with people, saying, hey, I'm not feeling well today. I'm not in a good mood today. You know, expressing these feelings just feels bad because I want connection. Thinking about this earlier, I went for a walk right before I started recording and I, I I just was reflecting on how much I I want community. I, I was reflecting on how much I, I want to feel supported by others as much as I want to support other people. 
And it feels weird because maybe it's bringing up this feeling that if I don't help other people, they won't help me. I've talked about this a number of times, and one of my guests said it so beautifully. She was talking about how many of us feel like we just have to constantly be flapping our wings, but what if we took some time to soar? But that's way easier said than done for me. I feel like today is one of those days I would love to soar. I don't have the the energy, the capacity to flap my wings today. But I don't feel like I'm soaring at all. I feel like I'm I'm headed straight to the bottom like I'm going to crash. I feel low. I don't feel like I'm high up in the air soaring through the clouds, you know. I I feel like I'm about to crash into the ground. And not even on an energetic level, like I wouldn't say it's it's a burnout feeling because I have a good amount of physical energy. I, I just did a little hike. It was only about 25 minutes long. That was that was the most I felt open to doing today. But I physically could have done more. It was the emotional side of it that that I didn't feel like I could do. Um, but yeah, it's the emotional side where I just feel like any little thing could throw me off. And it the day started off a bit like that. Um, I had this really relatively insignificant thing that just started from the moment I woke up. <laughs> but it's it's an example of how on days like this, like I don't have the capacity for even small things to go wrong. It, everything just feels incredibly hard for me today. I want everything to go right today or at, at the very minimum be neutral, but the neutrality feels hard too because it's almost like the neutrality on days like this is I'm, I feel like I'm in it, you know, like I'm not able to escape, I suppose. And so when things go wrong, something is a little bit off. It's like, it's almost like um, when you have a cut or something and you scrape something against a cut or a wound, it really hurts. It's like the wound already hurts, but any little touch to it, move, wrong move, or an unfortunate further irritation. It just hurts so bad. And that's a good metaphor, I think, for this experience where, and actually it reminds me a lot of what my therapist has said to me. Um, you have to listen to your body. And it's, it's tough to do that sometimes. It's tough when you want to constantly be in motion, when you constantly want to flap your wings, when you don't want to stop. That's a huge part of this too. It's like, I don't feel like I'm in a position in a lot of ways of my life where I can stop on some levels. I want to, I want to feel that soaring 
experience. And I, I think this is probably going to get me choked up. Like, I really wish that I could just rest. I really wish I could treat myself as if I had an injury today and I couldn't move, you know, like when I had my broken toe, which is knock on wood, the only broken bone I've ever had pretty insignificant, right? But there were certain things that I couldn't do because my toe was broken. I certainly didn't want it to get worse and wanted it to heal. And so I just had to wait it out and take really good care of it. Um, I feel like I'm in, at that now, except unlike a broken toe, I don't have a doctor saying, oh, you only have a few more weeks of this. Like if someone could say, don't worry, Whitney, like you only have a few more Monday blues to go through. It's like I could look forward to it being over. But unlike a broken bone, I have no sense. I, I could be dealing with the Monday blues for the rest of my life. I could be dealing with multiple days. Like what if it expands to Tuesday? <laughs> you know, like that's terrifying for me because of the capacity. And I don't, I don't know how I would operate in my life if another day gets quote, taken away from me. But even as I said those words, I'm thinking, okay, what if, well, worst case scenario. Also, I think my therapist brought me through this um, in one of our sessions, like really thinking about the worst case scenario. He often references the capitalist society that we're in. I think that's a huge element of this is that Mondays feel like a day where I should feel rested and I should feel ready to go and energized and jump into things. It's a really hard day for me. And I imagine a lot of people to slow down, to stop. It feels an inconvenient. I have a commitment of recording this podcast live every Monday. Now it looks like I'm going to have to switch the dates and there's a lot of things I have to move around. I guess the worst case scenario is I pause recording these episodes. I mean, frankly, I've been wondering about pausing the podcast in general because of some of my mental health struggles recently. I got behind in inviting guests onto the show and uh, my Friday episodes that have the guests, which I also like, don't even know if I want to change that schedule Fridays. I wonder if, are they a great day for guests to have on the show? I don't know. That's a whole nother thought, but um, having a guest once a week, I need to submit the audio recordings with guests to my editing team that I work with 10 days in advance. And right now I don't have an episode ready and recorded with a guest in order to meet my next deadline. But I wasn't able, I didn't have the capacity, the mental fortitude to even invite somebody onto the show. I was just able to do that late last week. And it felt so good. It was the relief I felt of finally cultivating the energy and desire 
to go through the guesting process, which is essentially responding to all these inquiries. I mean, a little behind the scenes, in case you've ever been curious, I get pitched by a lot of PR people, PR companies, um, publicists, like I guess is publicists and PR the same thing. I don't know, different branches, all different people. Sometimes people pitch themselves to me. Sometimes I get recommendations from my network and then it's going through all of those and responding to them. I used to have an assistant supporting me with that, but that assistant moved on to some other work. And so now I do it all myself. And I, I think I just realized in the past few weeks how exhausting that is for me. But to even hire another assistant feels exhausting. And it's tricky because I've been consistent with this podcast since it launched in December 2019. It's been over three and a half years. And pausing the show has never been something I seriously considered, but I'm just now getting to that point of wondering if I want to do it and wondering if I want to just take a break every once in a while. I don't know. And it's, it ties into a lot of all of this because that's a lot of wing flapping. Running a podcast means I need to show up every week, at least once a week to record. And I need to coordinate with at least one person a few times a month. The recording schedule, for example, some weeks I don't record at all with a guest like last week or maybe even the week before. It's been a little while since I've recorded with a guest. But sometimes I have multiple guests per week and I just space that out and eat their episodes come out once a week. And this could be the first time that I don't meet that schedule. But that's okay. I think that's something I'm recognizing too. This show is about mental health. This show is about well-being and, and the realities of, of the human life beyond the polished perfection that, that a lot of us see. It, it's about being transparent, open, and honest. And maybe I actually can walk the talk by not releasing episodes perfectly on schedule all the time, because the reality is I'm not fully capable of doing that on my own. You know, I don't have an assistant. I, I have no one aside from the editing team, which is great. Without them, I don't, I don't know how I could do this show. It would probably just be episodes like this where they're unedited. But uh, the guests, I don't know if I'd be able to have any guests or they'd just be super unedited raw shows. I guess that would be okay too. And I thought about that. It's possible I may do that. Um, it's possible I may try out just a super raw unedited episode Actually, it's funny, you know, and when, when your brain is like so used to doing something and, and you don't even consider an easy alternative, like it didn't really occur to me till this moment as I'm talking through this, I could release an episode that's not perfectly polished and edited temporarily and my editing team can work on it in the back end and I think I can just replace the files. I, I think that I could do that. <laughs> Um, hmm. and that's why talking through things can be helpful. It's, 
it's hard to think outside the box. It's hard to think about other alternatives when you're not feeling great. When I'm not feeling, I'll speak for myself, like my brain does not operate that well. And, and that's really hard too. I think it's, it's humbling. It's a little scary. I feel really vulnerable today and on, on a lot of these challenging mental health days. Like I just, I'm not at my capacity and it makes me feel so weak and vulnerable, but like in a really human way, not like in a judgmental about myself because I'm weak. We're all weak. We all have our boundaries. We all have, you know, things that we just aren't able to do all the time. And that's, that's okay. I think maybe going back to some of the things my therapist has said on when I've expressed these things is like, this is all very normal and natural. And relatable. And yet, despite it being so commonplace, I think a lot of us get hold ourselves to such high standards or think that we need to or think that it's not okay to have these days. And that's almost like where the hardship comes from. Like if I go back to the physical metaphor, if something was, if like, I feel like most of us won't, aren't willing to stop the wing flapping until we get sick. And yet sometimes we get sick because we're flapping our wings so much. And by flapping our wings so much, I mean, like we work ourselves so hard. We're stressed. Stress is shown to have a physical impact on us. So if we were just doing a little bit more soaring or, or, or just like maybe flapping our wings less frequently, maybe just a few big flaps and <laughs> I don't know, trying to go with this metaphor um, instead of a, a bunch of fast flaps, or maybe if we're thinking of like a bird or a butterfly, we see them resting. I, you know, you see a bird, on a telephone pole or something on the top of a building they're not always flying we see butterflies on flowers so yes they might do a lot of flying and maybe we associate them with flying but that's not a constant thing they need to pause and rest and i think maybe my body saying monday needs to be a rest day for me i i'm just fighting against that and it's almost as if the fighting against it has compounded it you know maybe that's why it feels like it crept up on me and it's happening all of a sudden but it it could have been that my body's been asking for more rest for so long and now i'm almost forced into it much like an injury or a sickness it's a possibility. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but I think back to my therapist encouraging me to really listen to my body, listen to myself. And that requires 
doing things differently sometimes and tuning things out and tuning out even the societal expectations, the ways to do things. That's where the vulnerability and the discomfort for me comes from is that I feel like I should be doing things differently. I feel like it's not okay to not work on Mondays. To rest on Mondays doesn't feel okay because I've grown up and been conditioned to think of Mondays in a certain framework. So I have to be very aware of that and accept the fact that I might not be able to adhere to those standards, to that structure. And that feels scary. I'm afraid of letting down people. As I said, like today, it, it, it sucks that I had to change up the style of recording. I, I decided not to do anything interactive and beyond measure today because I'm not a pleasant person to interact with today. I don't really want to talk to anyone. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't have it in me to show up for others to facilitate things. And it's a hard thing to admit because I want, you know, that people pleasing mentality of putting other people before myself. But I think that's something else a lot of us experience in life is certain points where we just can't give to others any anymore, or at least temporarily, like we just can't. And it's so hard to say, it's so hard to follow through with that, but I would rather not give then give and do a really bad job at it because that has much more damage. And that actually reminds me of, of the situation that happened this morning that, that probably set me off and put me on a harder trajectory. It's so silly, but I'll share it because it's also relatable. Um, little over a week ago, I ordered a bunch of, um, like camping and outdoor hiking stuff from this website I'd never heard of before. And I hope one day to be able to share the name of this website with you. I was planning on it today. I even thought before I got so irritated, I thought maybe I'll, I'll do an episode on integrating some of this because I, I thought this store was absolutely amazing. Never heard of it. They have incredible prices on outdoor uh, like hiking and fitness and camping and all this stuff. Really cool. And when I found this website, I was just like absolutely thrilled because their prices are unbelievable and very legitimate company because they're owned by some other very well-known companies that I've trusted for most of my life. And um, I went on a little mini shopping spree on there spent more money than I wanted to, but because of how low their prices are, it would have cost like two or three times the amount if I'd shopped elsewhere. So I was willing to put in some money to get some of these things that I wanted. Uh, and just so excited about it, you know, but it's not Amazon. 
And I quickly learned that they have a very different way of doing things. And it actually increased my appreciation for Amazon, but also reflected to me impatience because <laughs> with Amazon, if you have Prime, or I think probably even if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can get things delivered to you at insane speeds. Granted, there are some ethical issues that I have with how they might be doing business in order to get those results. But I've become very used to that, used to getting items within a few days, maybe four or five days at most, right? That that even feels long with Amazon shipping. And this other company, I, I knew from the get-go that they weren't going to ship that fast. But I thought if I ordered on Friday, I'd probably receive it by the following Friday. Well, long story short, they had a very different way of doing things. And, and in my, my perception, poor customer service and my excitement slowly turned into frustration, dissatisfaction, disappointment. Like I went from this high of, wow, this company sounds, seems so amazing to, oh my gosh, this is awful. And I woke up this morning to find out that the package that I had ordered, which had already been delayed, has now been accidentally shipped to several states away from California. It's in Idaho. It was in California yesterday. And the shipping company accidentally, I hope, put it on the wrong van and it went to another state. And I woke up this morning. I was so excited because they said my package is going to arrive today. And I think this is a relatable thing. Like, you know what it's like when you're you're excited about something, you're looking forward to it, you're expecting it. And if you like getting things in the mail, which I think most of us do, there's that dopamine hit you get from mail, you know, and opening up something, the anticipation. And I was supposed to get this package days ago and it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And then to wake up and I was just like, are you kidding me? It's in a whole nother state far away from me. And I, you know, it's a simple thing, relatively not a big deal. But on today, when I already have the Monday blues, this is what I mean. It's like that wound that got scratched and started bleeding again. And I was, it was just like a, not a good day for that to happen. Because if it had been the opposite, if that package had arrived today, I felt like that was like a little silver lining to a tough day. It was a silver lining to, to feeling kind of crappy and, and just to have something to look forward to. And it was like taken away from me. And to make matters worse, I reached out to the company just to say like, hey, what's going on? Like, why is my package in a whole, whole different state? It was supposed to arrive today. But, you know, I was like trying to figure out what was happening and alert them of the issue. And I just had really bad experiences with customer service. And I think that just made it so much worse. I was already disappointed, but then I felt like the companies could have cared less about it. They had that superficial cookie cutter response of, you know, so sorry, check in in a few days just no further information, no true apology. And I think it, it led me to that feeling of 
wow, not only am I disappointed, but I don't feel supported. And and that is a really shitty feeling on any day to feel like your feelings don't matter. To feel like a company or another human being that you're communicating with, they're not just an employee at a company, they're a human being. And they can't even show you some care and compassion for the fact that you're really disappointed and you feeling let down or I am right. Like if that, if I talked to a few customer service people and it was just like talking to a robot, their responses were like written in some manual about how to respond when a customer calls to find out why their package is delayed, you know? And it was, it was just that awful feeling for me of like, I want to connect with another human being to get support on a day where I'm not feeling good and things aren't going well. And I didn't get that. And I just thought, wow, what a simple little thing. You know, and I think this is the reason why it's hard for me not to show up for other people, even when I'm having a bad day. That I think that goes back to that point too, is, is I have to be very mindful of how I interact with others on days like this, because I understand that just going as far to show that you care about other people's feelings can make a huge difference. And being very mindful of the words and the ways in which you describe and being very transparent about what's going on for you and how that might impact it, your communication with other people, right? And the customer, I, I don't know, it was just like, made me feel a little sad about humanity and, and going back to kind of this consumerism, capitalism state of things. Like, I think that's a bigger picture element of what I'm describing and feeling. A, I feel like I can't slow down, stop, rest, stop flapping my wings because if I stop, then I will fall behind. If I stop, then I won't make money. And if I don't make money, I won't be able to survive. Like it, it just, it's like, I can't stop because the machine quote, won't, won't let me stop. It's bad to stop. If you stop, bad things will happen to you. I think that that's in my mentality. And it feels like other people are operating that, but then there's this uh, operating that way. But then there's this other mentality of like, the machinery can cause people to not even be connected to one another. In the case of customer service, these people clearly were trained to give these responses. And I'm trying to talk to them like a human being. But instead of treating me like a human being, they treated me like, like a person or like, like a, it's something they had to get off their to-do list. Like, let me just get this conversation op over as soon as possible. It's even hard to put into words, but it, it just left me with that empty feeling. And I, I think that's weighing really heavy on me today. It's like, I'm not a machine. You're not a machine. I don't ever want to treat myself or you like a machine, but 
maybe I have in some way. And maybe what I'm feeling is the, well, I don't know if residual effect is quite the right term, but it could be the result of trying to step away from the machine. It makes me want to rewatch the matrix because I feel like I've been operating within this machine like world. Many of us have We're born into it in a lot of ways, especially working in social media. The reason I've been stepping away from that is like, it just feels so transactional. Doesn't feel real. It's not human connection for me. There's some, it is, it does exist there, but it's blocked just like this customer service thing. It's like, I know there's another human being on the other side of the phone, on the other side of the chat box that I'm in. I know that they're there. They're giving me cues that they are human. And yet because of the systems that we're operating in, like we're not connecting, we're not actually supporting, we're not helping. And that's how I feel about social media. You know, social media is an amazing tool. It brings us together as human beings, but the way that these tools work, like keeps us from actually creating in-depth relationships. And if we're able to achieve it, it's, it's a miracle, I think. So I'm trying to step away to get more connection but I'm recognizing it's really hard to step away because of how intertwined our, my life has been. I'll speak for myself. Another example that I've experienced this was yesterday. I, I went to the, um, gosh, I don't know what the correct term for it. I think it's just called the West Hollywood pride parade and pride events, pride. I guess this is a shorthand for it. Uh, this is Pride Month in June 2020. Well, June every year. Um, but in West Hollywood, there's there's a huge event on, on June 4th. And I went to that. It was really wonderful. I felt like even though I didn't talk to a, a lot, I had a few small conversations, but like it was mostly just walking around in crowds and it was neat because there was a level of like acceptance. It felt like if you were going to be at this event, you were very accepting of other people and different lifestyles and all of that. That felt really good. But I had this one little moment where I was speaking to this woman who volunteers for a company that's all about supporting people in tech who are queer and they're advocating for all of this and asking everybody that passes by, like, do you work in tech? Do you work in tech? And she, when she asked me that, I said, well, sort of, I mean, I do podcasting and I'm, I'm trying to step away from social media and all that. And it was like, I was speaking another language. She didn't seem to be able to, to understand what I was saying. And it was like our connection stopped as soon as I mentioned that I was stepping away from social media. It was really interesting. Versus if I had said, oh yeah, I do TikTok and Instagram and whatever else, YouTube. Like I felt like it would have been so much easier to connect with her. I think, I'm assuming, but I, regardless of exactly what it was, 
by saying that I'm doing things differently, if I, since it wasn't like a simple answer about how I work in tech, it seemed like she shut down. And again, it was like a machine. I'm like, oh, I didn't put in the right input and the machine doesn't understand me. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. The other one was uh, another booth. They were starting a social media company also based on uh, LGBTQ and and uh, I, you know, they, they wanted you to like scan this QR code to download their app. And I said, you know, I'm really supportive of the work that you're doing, but I'm not on social media. And it was, or I'm step, I think I said, I'm, I'm leaving, trying to leave social media or something like that. And it was, as soon as I said that, like, I could see it in their face. Like they, they either didn't understand or, or like, I was no longer someone they wanted to talk to. And it was so, I'm like, we're human beings. Like, why can't we just talk even we're, we're at a, an event based on people who are trying to be accepting of differences, right? Like that was the whole point of it. And yet, because I'm moving away from social media, some people don't know how to talk to me anymore. I've, I experienced that all the time. People want to connect. Oh, what's your Instagram? If I say to them, I'm not really using Instagram anymore. It's, it's like they, they don't know what to do. It's such a bizarre thing. It's, it's a, it's very perplexing. And so coming back to the point, I, I want to connect with people more and yet stepping away from technology in some ways has made it harder to connect with people. And I don't know, it's possible these little people, you know, all these examples I'm providing, maybe they're all having bad mental health days. Maybe they're overwhelmed. Maybe they're burnt out. Maybe they're struggling with something else, right? Like the compassion that I, I can extend knowing how hard it is to connect, like, Today I'm I'm struggling to connect with other people. Today I'm don't feel as capable of things like small talk or facilitating questions or you know showing up. There's certain things I'm I'm not am I you know I'm just not able to do. And maybe those people all have their own version of it. It's possible. I just wish that they would have been able to tell me somehow. I think I think that's the the biggest difference. Like. I, I hope that we can communicate our, our challenges and share with each other when things are hard. And we don't necessarily need to receive or extend support, but just being able to share with somebody when we're struggling, maybe that can give some more context. Even with the customer service people, I was trying so hard to express to them that my frustration with my package not being delivered and keeps running into all these issues. I'm like, it's not personal. Like I had nothing, I wasn't trying to get angry at someone. I was just trying to say like, the system doesn't work well for me. Can you help fix, can you help me? And essentially, no, they couldn't help. But I was trying to be really mindful of that human being. I want to treat them like a human being. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at your company 
that's doing a really poor job with chevy me something that i was really excited about right like isn't that a relatable human experience like can't can't you just say hey i understand i understand <laughs> like and really mean it that's what i wanted i wanted to feel understood i i wanted to feel supported even by just knowing that i was understood i wanted to today Hmm. What else do I need? It's a good question. The only thing I want to do is, is just lay around on the couch, to be honest. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got one more thing that is going to involve some socializing and trust me, I would love to postpone this, but I signed up to go to a camping class and uh, there'll be, I guess, up to 20 people there and there'll be an instructor. And I am hoping that it is not going to have any activities in which I have to participate. I just, I want to just go listen. Um, but I also don't want to be rude. So I, I suppose it on, I have to kind of mentally prepare myself for the possibility of chatting and making small talk. But I'm hoping that that challenge is overshadowed by the fact that I'm going to be doing something that I enjoy that's nothing to do with work. And just accepting that today's not really a work day for me. But I still want to reflect more on, on what do I need. Lots of alone time, lots of time to process, lots of acceptance. Maybe that's ultimately all it is. I have to accept that my package isn't arriving when I thought it would. <laughs> I have to accept that I'm irritable and crank cranky could be another word and not feeling great I have to accept that I don't know when there'll be an end to these feelings if ever releasing attachment is is a big theme too and it's tough because I think most of us operate in a world in which we want consistency and stability and predictability, but the more I learn about mental health, the more I see it's, it's very hard if impossible to predict or control. And maybe many of us try to control it by taking medication, which I think is absolutely okay. But even medication doesn't work that much. I mean, at this point, I'm tempted to go back on the medication I was trying in the past. Today, I really wish I was on it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I also don't want to jump that into it. I don't really want a Band-Aid solution. Even my psychiatrist said, like, it's the medication. It, it, yes, it can help, but there's deep work here. 
I'm curious, will the deep work actually get me anywhere or will I always feel this way on some level or another? And how can I find a way to accept that in a world that doesn't seem to be very accepting? That's the big question, right? In a world in which we're, we're pushed more and more to be transactional, I think. It's, it's really odd. And the, the, what's the term? Just the, the I, ironic element of, of something like, it feels as if we're in a time with a lot of acceptance and openness about mental health and about people living lives differently than one another seems to be there. I'm seeing it happen. And yet it doesn't feel a hundred percent there. It still feels like a bit, maybe surface level acceptance. Companies want to say they have diversity and inclusion and mental health support and they prioritize well-being and all that. And yet how many companies would be okay with an employee saying, I can't work on Mondays. I don't know. <laughs> uh, right now, I guess I assume not a lot of, of companies would even understand. It doesn't feel okay right now, but maybe, maybe it will be, maybe it is. I, I don't know. I think that's something I want to continue to examine. But it kind of has to be okay, right? Like, I think I'm at this point where if Mondays are, are going to be this tough for me for the foreseeable future, I just have to accept my limitations. And that might result in me losing things. That might result in... Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it is. Loss. I'm afraid of loss of opportunity, loss of connection, fear of not being understood or accepted is always there for me. It makes sense, right? Like even with this customer service experience, I mentioned, like I just wanted them to feel like they understood. And they, they couldn't even convey that on a meaningful way. Even sometimes people can use the word understand. I understand. But you know you can feel when somebody doesn't actually understand. That's such an awful feeling. I don't want a transactional surface level understanding. I want like a deep connected understanding. And I think we have to be very aware and tuned in and present in order to offer that to ourselves and to others. And that is always the silver lining when I'm having a rough day is the more that I experience this myself, the more I feel like it's 
building my capacity to understand others. Because if you're feeling this, if you can relate to this, that's a beautiful thing. If you understand what I'm feeling, that's like the greatest gift for you to listen to a podcast episode like this when somebody's struggling and to really take the time to listen to their words and to try to understand them. That's beautiful. And I want to thank you for your time. And I created Beyond Measure as a place where I can understand others. Speaking of understanding, there is a lot of noise going on outside my window. So I hope you can understand <laughs> the understanding of background noise. If I think my mic is very good at not picking that stuff up, but there's rumbling and whatever outside outside um anyways i i created the beyond measure private community because i wanted to connect with you and people like you and understand you and others and help you understand them too and i'm not always going to be able to show up well so that understanding has to go both ways <laughs> That's what community is about. It's it's not about perfection. It's not always about consistency either. We can try to be consistent, but we are human beings. And there are going to be days where we just can't show up. There are going to be days where we don't communicate as well. There are going to be days where we are in bad moods or having just a rough day. But I will always do my best to show up for you and be transparent about that state. So that is what today has been like. And uh, I'm going to just go lounge around on the couch for a while. I wish I had a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's what I, I don't even know like on today a day like today even food is hard I'm like nothing sounds good except for maybe chocolate but I don't have any or if I do have some it's probably like some sugar-free keto chocolate that I bought thinking I would enjoy it and did not I have a lot of that in my home <laughs> I've, I've been on my mental health days it's very hard to eat a low carb diet let me tell you because all I want is the dopamine from chocolate and sugar and whatever else Ugh. and it's so annoying you know how it is probably no one like you really want to eat a certain way and so that's the food that you buy and you you put in your closet your refrigerator and then you have a challenging mental health day and all you want is whatever your version of, I don't, I don't want to use the word junk food, but that would be the easiest way to describe it. Junk food is not how I, the word I would use, but I don't know what I would say. It's always very specific. Like I'll want potato chips or I'll want chocolate. The basics, you know, um, it's tough. And I just don't have the energy to go to the store 
because I just want to lounge around. So I'm definitely going to go lounge around for a bit now. I'll probably scrounge around for some food and, and feel annoyed that I don't have anything that'll hit the spot. <laughs> but maybe uh, on my adventure out to the camping class that I'm taking, I'll, I'll pick up something. We'll see. Well, that concludes today's episode. If um, the schedule gets a little bit different in terms of the guest episodes or an episode comes out that's not as polished, now you know why. So we'll see what, what the future holds for my ability to record, to put things out on the same schedule. I don't know. It'll be about the same, but maybe just the flexibility will be needed for the indefinite future. I guess that's always the case, right? Honestly, it would be so nice to just be able to put things out whenever I felt like it, but I'm afraid to do that. It's not conventional and it's hard. I already feel like I do a lot of unconventional things and um, that's just a tough life to live. <laughs> And I'm sure you can relate to that. I think most of us even just want to do things unconventional, but it's so hard. What if everybody did things outside the norm? What would that even look like if everything was just chaotic? <laughs> would, would that actually be chaos? Or would we all feel so much better about ourselves if we just had the freedom or gave ourselves the freedom to just be messy? That sounds kind of nice. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to be messy in a world that's not designed for messiness. Food for thought there. Thanks for listening. If you want to come join the community and beyond measure, I'll put the link to that. And, and I'll keep you posted on the schedule if you want to listen to live episodes and participate. I think it's going to be wise of me to move the dates. So uh, if you are already in Beyond Measure, stay tuned. I'll, I'll be figuring that out. And um, one of these days, there'll be a guest episode, maybe this Friday. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll both find out together. <laughs> and thanks for, for all your understanding. Bye for now.